Hey, in today's English lesson, I'm going to tell you seven things you must stop saying right now. If your goal is to speak English fluently, like a native English speaker, you must stop saying these seven things right now. Do you want to know what these seven things are? Well then I'm teacher Tiffany. Let's jump right in. The first thing you must stop saying is that you are not smart enough to speak English. I have taught thousands upon thousands of English learners around the world, how to speak English with confidence. But I have heard so many English learners say this, and maybe you said it before as well, or maybe you've thought it to yourself. I'm just not smart enough, Tiffany. It's so hard. English is so difficult. I, I just can't speak it like a native. I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. Let me tell you something right now. You're watching this lesson and I'm speaking English, but your mother tongue is not English. Maybe it's Swahili. Maybe it's Japanese. Maybe it's Korean. Maybe it's Portuguese or Spanish. Your language is not my language, but you're still able to understand what I'm saying. That is proof that you, my friend are smart enough, but you must believe that fact you're smart enough. You can do it. Stop saying that you're not smart enough to speak English. Again, if your goal is to speak English fluently, you must stop saying this right now. The second thing you must stop saying is that you don't know enough vocabulary. I have literally spoken to students that were beginners that were intermediate and that were advanced. And they all said the same thing. Tiff, I don't know enough vocabulary. Stop saying this. You see in reality, you find yourself using the same vocabulary words over and over again. That's true. That's a fact, but it's not that you don't know enough vocabulary words. Instead, it's that you haven't put into practice the vocabulary words that you have learned. You get comfortable with a certain set, even though in your brain, there are tons and tons of English vocabulary words that you've learned from me or other English teachers, or even learned by listening to different podcasts or watching different movies or drama programs. You've learned them, but you haven't had the opportunity to use them yet. So stop saying that you don't know enough vocabulary, change that and start putting into practice the vocabulary that is in your brain. Trust me, when you change the words you say, you'll change the outcome. You will start speaking English fluently. Stop saying you don't know enough vocabulary and start using the vocabulary. You do know, put it into practice immediately. Again, I want you to speak English fluently and it's possible have to stop saying certain things again, stop saying that you don't know enough vocabulary. The third thing that you must stop saying is that your pronunciation is bad. I hear this all the time. Tiff, my pronunciation is bad, but I'm able to understand you. 
as your English teacher, I know what you're saying. When I speak to my students, again, students that are in my program, I'll tell you about it later if you'd like to join our family. But students in my program, I can understand them. And they've literally asked me, Tiff, how are you able to understand us? And I said, listen, in America, America, there are so many different cultures. We have Chinese Americans. We have African Americans. We have Japanese Americans. We have West Indians that are American, but came from different West Indies islands, right? So we have many different accents in America. So stop saying that your pronunciation is bad because what happens is when you continue to say to yourself, my pronunciation is bad. My pronunciation is bad. When you go to speak English, when you're speaking with another native English speaker, you'll get nervous in your brain. You'll hear that voice. You know, your pronunciation is bad. You know, they're not going to be able to understand you, you know, dot, 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 dot. And that takes away your confidence. Stop saying that your pronunciation is bad. If there's something you'd like to work on, just change what you're saying. For example, instead of saying my pronunciation is bad, say, Hey, I'd like to work on my pronunciation of the F sound that right there literally will affect your ability to speak English fluently. Instead of saying, ah, I'm horrible. My pronunciation is horrible. Now you're saying, Hey, there are some things I really want to work on. I'd like to improve my pronunciation. When I say the F, uh, the, the F sound, or when I, when I pronounce th, I'd like to do that better. Makes sense, right? Change the words you say to yourself. Listen, speaking English confidently, speaking English fluently. It's all about speaking English confidently. Your confidence is so important. So stop saying that your pronunciation is bad. The fourth thing I need you right now to stop saying is that English is too hard. Listen, I have students from all around the world in my program. And these students are not only improving their English, they are enjoying the process. I've had students tell me, Tiff, oh my goodness, like English is not that hard. English is not an easy language to learn, but you can study following a certain system or method that makes the process enjoyable. So stop telling yourself English is too hard because the moment you say to yourself, English is too hard, your brain says, okay. I'm not going to make any effort to help you conquer this language. I'm not going to help you actually achieve your goal because you, you said it's too hard. Stop saying English is too hard. Instead, figure out what you can do to enjoy the process. Follow a plan, follow a teacher. Again, I'd love for you to be my student in my program, following us with my family, but if not, it's okay. But you need to simply find something that makes English enjoyable. Stop saying that English is too hard. It's not too hard. You just need to follow the right plan. The fifth thing, the fifth thing I need you to stop saying is that you don't have enough time. I have many people say, Tiff, I don't have enough time to study English. I want to speak English fluently. I want to speak English like a native English speaker, but I don't have the time. Stop saying that. Stop saying you don't have enough time. And let me explain why we make time for the things that are important to us. If you're married, you make time for your spouse. If you work, you make sure you're at work. You get to work on time and you work the full day, right? We make time for the things that are important to us. So stop saying you don't have enough time. 
Instead, realize English hasn't become important enough to you to make time for it. I know you want to speak English fluently, so stop saying you don't have enough time and find the time, even if it's five minutes a day. Five minutes can make a difference. Even if it's 10 minutes a day, find the time, but English has to be important enough to you. What's your goal? Why do you want to speak English fluently? I have a student named Fred and he was actually, he joined me for one of the workshop classes I taught uh, a few weeks ago. And Fred started learning English because he wanted to get international clients. That was his why. That was the reason, right? So because of that, English became important and Fred made time. Now Fred speaks like a native English speaker. He has international clients. He's making more money. His business is thriving. Why? Because instead of saying that he didn't have enough time, he made time because English became important. So figure out for yourself, why do you want to speak English fluently? Why is it important to you? And then you will find the time. Stop saying you don't have enough time. The sixth thing I need you to stop saying is that you can't speak English because you don't live in America. It's not true. It's not true. I had a student when I was in South Korea, his English was so good. I pulled him to the side and I said, where did you study? What college did you attend in America? How long did you live in America? Remember I'm an English teacher. At that time, I had already taught thousands upon thousands of Korean students, but I pulled him to the side and I said, where did you study? He said, teacher, I've never been to America. I've never been to Europe. I've never been to an English speaking country. I've only been in Korea and I've studied English here. He sounded like me. So stop saying you can't speak English because you don't live in America. He was the first individual I met that had actually done it. But then I started to see more students before I developed my program. Fred, I told you about him a few moments ago. Fred speaks English like a native. Other learners, they asked me, Tiff, is he a native English speaker? No, but he sounds like me now. Why? Because he found the time as we learned in the last thing you should stop saying. He found the time and it is possible. You can speak English like a native. You can speak English even if you never get the opportunity to go to another country, but you must believe this and stop saying you can't speak English because you don't live in America. The seventh thing that I need you to stop saying is that your English is not good. Stop starting conversations. Hey, I'm sorry. My English is not good. Don't say that. Stop saying it completely because what happens when you say, sorry, my English is not good. You hinder yourself from speaking with confidence. You're telling yourself you're bad. You're not good. And then you're telling the person listening to you, Hey, don't pay attention to what I'm saying because it's not going to be good. And that person immediately kind of shuts off one side of their brain. Ah, their English is not good. So they're going to make mistakes instead. Just start speaking. Don't say my English is not good. Don't say it anymore. Just start speaking. Why am I telling you these things? Why am I encouraging you to stop saying these seven things? Because my goal is to help you speak English with confidence. But in order to speak English with confidence, you have to remember it's not just about learning words, learning expressions. No, you literally have to change the way you think. Encourage yourself, believe in yourself, know that you can do it. Listen to me. 
Stop saying the seven things I told you today in today's lesson. And instead, encourage yourself, believe in yourself, and know that you can do it. I told you earlier, again, if you want to study with me, I mentioned it before. All you have to do is go to EnglishFluencyPlan.com. I teach students all around the world how to speak English like a native, and I'd love to do the same for you. So come join us. Hope you enjoyed today's lesson, and I'll talk to you next time. You still there? <laughs> you know what time it is. Here we go. It's story time. Hey, I said it's story time. All right. So today's story is about an animal. Actually, was it multiple animals? No, one animal, a cat. So I love people. I love helping, but I like animals too. So this happened when I was in South Korea. I had the early morning class. So I would teach early in the morning, then I'd have a long break, and then I'd come back in the evening and teach the late classes. So one day I was coming back home from teaching, and I heard the sound of a cat. It sounded like a kitten, and I could tell that it was hungry. So I said, you know what? I'm going to get some food for this cat. So I dropped off my things in my apartment and I walked to the store. It was like a corner store, a corner supermarket, not too far from my apartment. And I bought some cat food. So I went back to my apartment, opened up the can, and then I set it outside for the cat. Now, my apartment was behind a gate, right? So I opened the gate and my apartment was right up the steps. So you had to open the gate, then close it back, and then go up to my apartment door. So again, I opened the can, came out of my apartment, down the steps, opened the gate, put the can right outside the gate for the cat to eat. And then I shut the gate because there were other apartments, you know, you kept going up the steps. So I didn't want the cat coming in to the stairwell. Now I did this for about two or three days. You know, I'd come out, I'd put the cat food out and the cat would come and eat the food. About the fourth day, I didn't see the cat. So I just came in and I went to sleep. Remember it was late. It was about 1030, I think. So I fell asleep and at about midnight, it sounded like a baby screaming to the top of its lungs. And it woke me up out of my sleep. Now, I sleep really good. Usually, I don't wake up if there's something going on. I'm okay. I can sleep through anything. But it was so loud. There was shrieking. I said, what is going on? So I, I came out of my bedroom, and I looked out the window from my kitchen, and I saw the cat. The cat was basically screaming like, hey, 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 yo, Tiff. I'm going to need you to bring my food. I'm a little late tonight. I'm sorry, but I need you to bring my food. I said, you have got to be kidding me. Now, I couldn't go back to sleep because the cat was so loud, it was waking up other people. So I decided to get the cat food, and I was coming down the steps out of my apartment. Again, it's after midnight. I'm sleepy, and I'm walking down the stairs. I left my door cracked to my apartment because I was just going to put it out and come right back up to go to bed. So I came to the gate. And I had the cat food in one hand and I was about to open the gate and I slowly opened the gate and the cat ran in. The cat ran between me, the, me and the gate door and went flying up the steps. Now I saw that the cat was going towards my apartment. So I swung around, ran up and I slammed my door. I said, uh-uh, what you're not going to do is get in my apartment cat. Uh-uh. Because this cat was feral. Again, it didn't belong to anyone, to my knowledge. It was just a cat that was always in the alleyway, right, in the street. I said, I can't allow this cat in my apartment. I don't know what this cat has. So the cat is looking at me like, what's going on? I mean, I thought we, you know, we had developed a relationship. You 
feeding me? I want to come into your abode. Can I get a place to sleep tonight? So I'm looking at the cat like, this is not how it's going to be. So I said, how am I going to get this cat to go down the steps? I remembered I had the food in my hands. I looked at the cat. Remember, it's after midnight. Cat, what we're not going to do, you're not going to go into my apartment. So I said, look at this food. Yummy, 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 yummy. Let the cat look at it, smell it. And I stepped down the stairs, had the cat follow me. We walked toward the gate. Remember, cats are smart, though. He's looking at me, looking at the gate, looking at the food, looking at me, gate, food, gate, food, me. I said, you want the food? Come on now. I'm trying to be quiet. Everyone else is asleep. So I get to the gate. I'm, the door is open. The gate's open. I'm outside of the gate. Now I said, cat, if you want this food, he's at the top of the steps still. still. So he comes down the steps slowly. I said, that's right. Come on down. Then I kind of walked behind the gate, and I put the food on the ground. I said, here you go, baby. Yeah, baby, come on and get it. So he came out through the gate, came to where the food was. As soon as he was on the other side, I ran and slammed the gate. I said, yeah, I'm not doing this again. Nope. Went back up. For the next two or three nights, he came every night and was screaming. After the third time, he realized, oh, she's not feeding me anymore, and he didn't come back. But listen, after that time, I said, I'm never feeding a stray cat again only because they want it all the time. They're not bad, but I couldn't do that, and I didn't want my neighbors to wake up every night. Maybe you've had an experience as well with a wild animal or a stray animal, and they wanted you to feed them over and over again. I, I started out the goodness of my heart, but I had to stop. I didn't want my my. Uh, neighbors who were teachers as well to wake up. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed the story. Don't forget, if you want to join me, go to EnglishFluencyPlan.com, and I'll talk to you in the next lesson.